0: Okay, so here we are at the Seattle Film Festival. Uh, I'm Joel Marshall, your host, as usual. I am here today with Chris Brandt. Hello. And uh, hi, Chris. How's it it going? Good, Joel. Good. Uh, This is kind of weird because I've never covered a film festival before with fat-free film. Uh, So this is the first interview that I'm doing here. I just got off the plane last night. Um, I just saw a short film of Chris's and it's called Closing Time and I'm really interested it was really funny this short film and it it is short how long is it?
1: it's four minutes with credits three minutes minutes fifteen without
0: that's great so one of the things that I'm interested in is how you've gotten it into so many film festivals
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're looking at the card that has those listed it's actually been in over twenty festivals wow that's a lot those are just like the more recognizable ones that I put up there Mm -hmm. um how did I get it in? I guess I, I hate to toot my own horn Do and it. say quality, but <laughs> um, I think brevity is, has been a key issue too. A lot of uh, the film festivals have said specifically, specifically said when I've asked them, they've said that because it was so short that mm-hmm. you know they had to find space for it. This is a
2: funny
0: little film. I it's um, I don't want to give any of it away. Yeah, but... it's tough not to. Every <laughs> time somebody
1: asks me what's it about, I'm I'm like well. Oh, so sure. you, you got get the four log, minutes? Yeah, you get you get the log line because you yeah, know.
0: exactly. Um, but it's did you shoot it on film? Yeah,
1: it was shot on thirty-five. My my DP pretty much insisted on it.
0: And, really? Yeah, it, it looks really great. I saw it on a TV, so the, some of the whites were coming. It was really blowing rare, out. Yeah, um, but it's it's great. And you shot it in Los Angeles?
1: Or yes, wherever? shot in Los Angeles at. Uh, a restaurant that's now closed called Chanos. I think there there are a couple other Chanos throughout L.A., but this one was the one out down on uh, Beverly in New Hampshire.
0: Mm-hmm. It's funny. I, I'm coming up to the Seattle Film Festival. I'm interviewing people that have probably live down the street from me. Yeah. York, but that's cool. That's great. <laughs>
1: well, there's so many. Uh, I think most of the local people showed, like, last week, uh-huh. and, the week and the week before. It, it seems like there are a lot of L.A. filmmakers up here this, mm-hmm. this time around. Um,
0: and... Uh, you have a, won a lot of awards with this, too, it well, I've, seems. Well, I've
1: won two, two awards. Two awards? Yeah, uh, Northampton Film Festival and um, East Lansing, no, East Lansing was second place. And uh, Northampton and Longball, actually, up in Portland, the, put on by the Willamette Will Weekly. Thing.
0: Now, can people see this film on the Internet?
1: Uh, it is available in the in the uh, film festival archives on com. Okay,
0: so maybe I'll put a link on the website, or maybe I'll say, you guys have to find it yourself. I don't know.
1: <laughs> sure, yeah, I'm trying to keep that under wraps because yeah. I've got a couple of distribution deals in the work that, with Adam Films.
0: And, what are the issues? I want to talk about that. Okay. I also want to talk about what the issues are of putting your film on the web. Like, let's say I made a movie, which I did make a movie. I have a short film. Okay. Um, but I don't put it on the web because right. I feel like I'm going to play it out or something like right. that do you think that that's something that people have to be careful about
1: you have to be really careful about putting it on the internet um for two reasons first of all if you have sag actors um depending upon the the contract you sign that's you the may screen not, actors guild yeah yeah you may not you may not be able to uh you may not have the rights through the screen actors guild to distribute on the internet mm-hmm. um i'm treading the line there by putting it into film festivals that are on the internet. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a gray area. Um, And the other thing to be very wary of is that there are still several film festivals that will not accept your film if it has screened on the internet. Has anybody told you that before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've seen that before. uh, And uh, I I screwed myself in that regard because um, this is my first film and my first time through the festival cycle, and it's kind of been a learning experience as I go. I missed out. I, for, I didn't... Sorry, do you edit this? No. <laughs> I'm <not laughs> going to, I, I, uh, I missed out on um, submitting the first year to uh-huh. Palm Beach, or not Palm Beach, but Palm Springs, mm-hmm. um, and not knowing how well-regarded it was. Uh, and by the time this year's came around, uh, they wouldn't let me submit because I had screened on film festivals on the internet.
0: I get it. So that's something to be careful of. Also, I think it's something to be careful of when you upload your film to a site, you should probably read their agreements because I imagine... Oh. I think what's happening these days is people are building these aggregators that um, are they're allowing you to upload your film, but I think that they get some kind of rights to it. I, I don't know whether that's yeah, true, but I've been hearing things like that.
1: Yes, I I, I've, I have... Turned away from a lot of not just sites that that allow you to post on them, but also contests, mm-hmm. uh, online contests. Um, uh, I won't name any companies, mm-hmm. but the, a couple of it's it's become fairly popular recently to have people submit their short films, and in their contracts, in their submission contracts, which is not a guarantee that you will place or or be an award winner. Mm-hmm. Or even be screened on the internet, just by submitting to them, they are asking for the right perpetual royalty-free right, right to show your film.
0: Wow! I mean, when, you would think that uh, the Screen Actors Guild would have something to say about that too. Well, you know? the
1: screen, no, well, it seems here, like That's a, how, kind but of a but mess. the way it works is that the the director, the, the producers are responsible. the 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 only way the distributor oh. becomes responsible is if they've signed a. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember. Dis- distributors' Assumption Agreement, I believe it's what it's called. Can you
0: imagine if you gave somebody perpetual rights to your film, they played it, and then all of a sudden you had to pay the actors every time they yeah, just played Yeah, people
1: are doing it. People are, I, I'm sure there are people that are doing that, and they, if the Screen Actors Guild ever gets around to having a division that's able to follow up and find these things, mm-hmm. people are really screwing themselves by doing that. Wow, so that's something to be careful about. Uh, when
0: you make a, a short film, where you upload it and what you do with it, it's something that, that whether you've got a short film or whether you've got a feature film, you've got to be careful about where it's screened, really where, want, it's, where it's
1: going. You really want to read those contracts, and if if you're not confident in your ability to read them or, or sure about what you're reading, mm-hmm. check with the company or check with find somebody else to get somebody else's opinion on, on what you're reading.
0: So on a happier note, let's hear about uh, what's going to happen with this film because it's a real funny little film, and I think it's because of its uh, short, the way it's a short, very short film. I think it's something that can uh, be played in a lot of different places. Is that true?
1: Yes, and I've had uh, a few different pending distribution deals now for the past couple of months. Um, Two of them with companies that uh, are. Uh, putting together mobile media mm-hmm. packages for Sprint and uh, Verizon mm-hmm. and also have their online divisions and then another one that is a uh, startup business in Florida called Cafe Shorts mm-hmm. and when I talked to them a couple months ago they only had 15 um, venues but they've been expanding since then and they screen shorts in restaurants and cafes, bars, whatnot. Uh, and I'm not sure how the business plan works exactly, or what the charge is. But the the royalties that they provide are, are fairly decent, and they And the,
0: what is the name of that again? I couldn't catch some ca- guy ca- on the phone. Sorry,
1: <laughs> Cafe Shorts. Cafe Shorts. Yeah. I think Do they have a Cafe website? Sh- I believe so. To? I believe it's CafeShorts.com, but don't mm-hmm. hold me to that. Um, well, we'll look it up. I don't have the card on me. We'll
0: fact check it. All right. um, so okay, Cafe Shorts. And then what else? You were saying something about Adam Films.
1: Oh, Adam Films was—they uh, have a distribution deal with Verizon and mm-hmm. then their online site as well.
0: So this is something that I was um, interested in. Do places like Adam Films buy your film and then they sell it to another company? That seems like that's just to um, Verizon or, or whatever.
1: Uh, Adam Films—I don't know what it is. With how it is with other people um, and they have a non-disclosure agreement in their contract so I don't know how much oh, <laughs> information can I can give yeah. you but uh, no it, it is a royalty based uh, contract that they mm-hmm. offered me um, I'm sure it's different depending upon the So when you say
0: royalty based does that mean that um, it's, per- it's how many times it's played uh, has to do with your royalty, No or? it's
1: percentage of um Percentage of uh, advertising dollars and um, I guess percentage of, I, I don't know how the the downloads for Verizon would work, mm-hmm. but a percentage of whatever, basically a percentage of what whatever money they figure it generates, however they figure that. I have no idea.
0: Now, is Verizon going to be showing movies on their phones?
1: I believe so. I means? believe that's the, the idea. Yeah. Cool. Um,
0: now... I want to hear something about your history as a filmmaker and how okay. you got to this point where you are now, <laughs> and where you're planning on going.
1: Uh, I did um, self-published mini comics for ten years. Really? What was it called? Yeah. What were they called? Uh, Bainst and um, what else? Artfly. Mm-hmm. And those I mean, print print runs of three hundred to five hundred. You're not gonna. Uh-huh. Most people will never have heard of it. So. Cool. Um, Underground. I did that for 10 years, yeah, yes, helps. yeah, right. deep underground, <laughs> um, and uh, I moved to Los Angeles at some point, or at six years ago, back in 2000, the beginning of 2000, um, because I had, uh, first of all, I had a friend from uh, university who... Has, had been working as a PA and had just moved into doing camera assistant work and he'd been trying to get me down there for years mm-hmm. telling me that he could get me work if I moved down there and I'd met another person um, while doing the comic convention circuit mm-hmm. who did storyboards in LA and did really well for himself and also said that if I moved down to LA he could get me work um, and so it just kind of happened to be serendipitous with the point that I was at in my life uh, that I moved down there in early 2000 and um, so started out as a PA and a and, uh, cheap storyboard artist I bet that's a work, useful
0: skill you know. storyboarding when you make your film is that true? Uh, I find uh, that yeah it's useful. extremely
1: useful especially in terms of uh, and the comic book having done comic books as well just in terms of having a sense of pacing mm-hmm. and, uh, and being able to pre-edit in my mind Um, I'm not an editor by any means Mm -hmm. um, in terms of film, but it does help in understanding uh, how to tell a story. And I think that's why a lot of directors hire storyboard artists is because they need that help in in visualizing and pacing.
0: Because after all, it is moving pictures. Right. So the more of an idea of what the pictures are going to look like you have, the better off you're going to be in the end. Right. Um, I find that that's true, and it also helps you when you get on set. Well, obviously that's what the goal is, but when you get on set to be more efficient mm-hmm. because you know what it's going to look like. You don't have to sit there and experiment with it. You have a really good starting point that's not just the script yes. because really what you're storyboarding is all the, um, thing that's, the thing that's not there when you look at a script, right. which, is, which are the images, which are super important
1: yes. in this. So what and a great
0: skill that must be to have.
1: Uh, sure, yeah it, it is <laughs> it, yeah.
0: And you did do that with closing time, right? I think well, I saw in the trailer or in the credits they had some, you had some pictures from: Yeah, like, but those,
1: those actually were uh, the closing time is actually based on a three page comic that I did mm-hmm. uh, oh. several years ago back in 1999.
0: I think that that is one of the really big draws of the film too. Is this mask that's in it? Yeah. Where did, did where did you get that mask? That I
1: was uh, an in, I, I was out I looking for Hulk, props. It? I, it is the Incredible Hulk. Uh-huh. I got it on sale at Toys R Us. It was the last so one great. in there uh, in the bin. It was five or ten bucks. Um, and uh, yeah, I painted it. And uh, really, it's, I got lucky every step of the way in terms of in terms of putting that costume together because, again, the mask was there was one there Mm -hmm. and you know who knows if it would have been there the next day or and you painted it it, right yeah
0: it's really great it really is a wonderful image um and i love your flyer too i'm gonna i wonder if i could put a picture of this flyer on the website yeah because i um i think that this is a real grabber you know when i I, if i see this i'm like wow when i when you gave this to me i was like wow i really want to
1: see that short cool yeah, that, that's, that was my hopes with it. I was going for a kind of a faster pussycat kill kill kind of mm-hmm. kind of feel just something fun.
2: Yeah.
0: That's cool. I, d- I guess we won't do the podcast in this area next time because yeah. people come in and talk, <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll try and get a quieter space next time. Um, this is great. So I want to thank you for uh, being on the show. Of course, Joel. Thanks I really for appreciate the offer. it, Chris. and um, I wish you great fortune. Thank you With very your much. your short film closing time. <laughs> All right. All right.